Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind, where we get an opportunity to check out some of the wonderful guests who've been part of our JM and AM experience right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, JNF, the Jewish National Fund, introduced us to Talia Tsur as we spoke about World Water Day. This happened back on the 22nd of March, a very interesting interview speaking about the incredible inroads that Israel is making in the world of water and water preservation. Talia Tsur of JNF with us right here at JM Rewind. Well, today is International World Water Day. Yeah, did you know that? Today is International World Water Day. It's an annual event, March the 22nd, focusing attention on the importance of universal access to clean water, sanitation, and hygiene facilities in developing countries. It's been like this since 1993 that the United Nations designated this as World Water Day. And we have a special guest with us live via telephone, and a big thank you to our friends at JNF, a big thank you to our friends at the Jewish National Fund. It does seem that if the topic of water is being addressed by anybody, anywhere, JNF likely is going to be involved. Talia Tsur is with us, Chief Israeli Emissary and Lead Professional on the JNF Water Campaign. Talia Tsur, shalom and welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom and good morning and thank you for having me. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you for joining us on this World Water Day. You know, it, it's interesting. I always think back, and I've said this so often over the last couple of months, I always think back to Prime Minister Netanyahu speaking at the United Nations. And essentially, the last time he was there, he was saying, you know, when it comes to technology, when it comes to development, you, you guys are going to need us. You guys are going to, if you don't need us or if you're not using us yet, you're going to need us down the road. And I don't think that applies any more than in the area of water and what Israel is able to do for the world in the uh, in the face of what's going to be, or certainly what looks like, uh, a water shortage in the uh, in, in a good part of the world. Um, do you get the feeling that uh, that the world is coming to recognize that Israel, in fact, is a leader when it comes to water and water preservation? Totally agree, and I think the world is already there. Because Israel has done, you know, through the years, from day one, a series of steps in, in you know, in, in inventing and dealing and managing its water asset and has turned the water scarcity in Israel into a surplus. Um, in 1948, you know, even before the State of Israel was established, the British mandate limited the quota of the Aliyah, of the new immigrants that could come to Israel, because they said you don't have enough water. You don't have enough water for 600,000 people. Today, Israel supplies water to 12 million people. 12 million people, 8 million people who live in Israel, and 4 million people in Jordan and the Palestinian Authority, and that with, you know, 50% less rain than what we used to have, you know, 60, 70 years ago. So something down the road was done correctly and with a lot of uh, thought and with innovations, and JNF has been part of it, and I will be more than happy to elaborate through the years, you know, and Israel Israel, for example, just in the area of recycling, of turning the, the sewage water of Israel into good water that, you, you know, we can water our agriculture with, 85% of the sewage of Israel is recycled. Israel is number one in the world in recycling. Our target is to reach the, the number of 95%, and after Israel comes 
Spain with 17% only, 1.7. And if you're asking yourself about the United States of America, then we recycle over here only 5% of our sewage. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. We saw that statistic, and it really is incredible. Um, there, there are countries, I mean, you know, we, we know this, and of those who follow the news know it, there are countries who are in serious water shortage at this point. Uh, certainly, African countries and others that have, uh, you know, whose population is dying in many cases because of the water situation that they are in. Have they reached out to Israel? Has there been an effort uh, to incorporate some of Israel's ideas, some of the things that JNF has supported over the years in countries like that? So there are countries in Africa that are in constant uh, connection with the state of Israel and with the NJNF has some involvement over there, helping them, first of all, to find the sources of water. And instead of walking 20 kilometers every morning with a jerrycan to, you know, to bring water to their uh, fields, they have created some sources in the villages for the people with containers of water to use them for, for their agriculture. Recently, Recycle is another issue. Recycle, whether it's uh, in an African country or let's go back to Israel. Let's go back to our own Negev, to our own desert, where there are, you know, large communities that are still not connected to the national water grid. There are Bedouin communities who still use the water and flow the sewage back into the the, the rivers in Israel. And not only do they uh, contaminate these rivers, but they do not use it for their agriculture. So JNF has not only sponsored the research and development that will help these communities uh, to find out, you know, what are the contaminants and how to, to, to protect the water that they're flowing back to the rivers, but also to clean in domestic uh, uh, units that we invented and we installed in the homes of these Bedouin communities to install these uh, units in their homes and to turn it into good water for their agriculture. I'm sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. No, 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 I'm fine. I know that there are Africans, African countries, and I also attended the uh, event in the UN a few months ago with Prime Minister uh, uh, Netanyahu and seven uh, leaders of African countries who sat there and themselves, you know, uh, uh, gave an evidence of how they enjoy the Israeli technology. And there were some uh, companies who came to, you know, to, to exhibit what they're doing and how they're for example, producing uh, water from the air. JNF uh, emphasize and JNF uh, concentrates in recycling, in cleaning the rivers, protecting the environment, uh, build, uh, drilling in the north and in the south in communities such as Chalutza that is located on the border between Israel and Egypt with three new communities that have no fresh water, they need to use desalinated water, which is the most expensive water that we have, and JNF is now helping them in finding sources underneath the, the, the soil of running river. That's what we found out with drilling and finding running river underneath the soil that they can use for their agriculture. So there are different, I would say, aspects and angles where you can treat the water, but all what we do, the Jewish National Fund, has to do with the environment, with producing new sources of water for Israeli communities in the south and in the north, and with 
serving as a role model and giving Israel the best image it can have in terms of the innovations and helping the world with Tikkun Olam. Uh, Talia Tzor is with us. So when they drill, they are literally finding new water sources. Nahum, it was like a miracle. They videotaped it. It looks like oil, you know, bursting out right. of the soil. That's the there vision I had. a group of halutzim, of pioneers, were standing, you know, in the center of their, their agricultural fields of organic potatoes and, uh, and carrots, to which they pay fortune just to water it. So it also become unprofitable. They're trying to find the hint with hydrologists from Israel of water. And all of a sudden, from 50 meters beneath the ground, comes a burst of water. And they're all crying, you know, as if they find, found oil. For people over here, water looks, you know, so obvious. You open the faucet, you have water. You don't have to think twice. For those people were paying so much and they don't have a source of water. It was like a miracle coming out of the ground. Pretty amazing. Uh, nonetheless, as you allude to the fact that on this side of the world we enjoy what seems to be unlimited water supply, uh, based on, on the study I saw, it looks like many states in the U.S. and maybe the country we could say in general uh, is, is heading down the road of a, of, a, of a serious water shortage. Am I right? Absolutely. 40 out of the 50 states in the United States by 2025 will suffer from short, uh, water shortage. And you know what people here in New York or in Illinois, they, they tend to believe that they have as much water as they want. But right. New York alone, I think, loses something like a crazy number of 35 million cubic meter a day for leaking in its infrastructure. So whether you're in California and there is no water or you're in another state where you tend to believe that you have enough water but you have old infrastructure, water is something that we need to protect. Water is something that we need to save and to treat very carefully. Eventually, it will create instability and migration of people because you cannot live without water. And you have to have water wherever you are, not only for drinking. You know, we're simple people. We just want to drink water. But anything that we wear, we drive, we do, we consume requires water. So we need to make sure that the entire world will have enough water. The, 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 uh, the JNF project. Project, the JNF campaign for water as we speak on this International World Water Day. Uh, so that it includes what you had mentioned earlier, the research and development and the drillings that you described. But in addition, water reservoirs that are being established. Uh, re- 250 water reservoirs, most of them serve as containers for the recycled water. River rehab, which you said earlier, you alluded to it, is a very important aspect of all of this. Very important. We have, Believe it or not, Israel has only 30 rivers. And none of them is really a river that you, you know, it's not the Hudson and not the East River. There are literally little creeks and uh, streams within Israel. So if if Israel at the beginning, you know, uh, in 48, people used to pump water from the northern part of Israel and flow sewage into the rivers back, you know, uh, in the southern part of Israel. When you flow sewage into these rivers and when you don't protect them, it's not only what you see on the ground, which is very ugly and very sad. It also contaminates the aquifer beneath the ground. So cleaning these rivers, for example, what we did in the Beersheba River, and those of you who have been in the south recently, you saw the miracle that has happened over there in the last decade. 
is not only about, you know, creating a nice area uh, that we see. It's also protecting the aquifer, which is a main source for pumping water. And aquifer, by the way, has no boundaries. Right. Aquifer is us and the Palestinian Authority and the Jordan. We own the same, eventually we own the same sources of water. And we use the same sources of water. So cleaning the rivers, it's an important thing to protect the environment and the aquifer. It is amazing. Um, there are a lot of people around the world who like to support these efforts. Obviously, through JNF, they can go ahead and do so, right? I mean, it's a, one of the opportunities that JNF offers to get involved in the water campaign and, sure. uh, and, to, uh, and to support it, to, to literally support the con- continued development, as you mentioned, not only of, uh, you know, such an important aspect of Israeli life, but really, you know, helping the entire world with the uh, incredible research and technology and the practical aspect of, of the entire project that's going to be shared with the world. And you said earlier, you know, it's not just drinking water. It's not just, you know, it, 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 is that, you know, we, we love, and this is what, what the prime minister was alluding to partly in his speech, we love uh, touting the fact that Israel's responsible for so many important apps and so many important technological advancements that we enjoy in our lives. But without basic water, without the basic water of existence, none of that would be possible. None of it would be, as we know from the African example, you can't sustain a country or progress in any way, shape, or form without a decent water supply. So that's really the basis of everything, the basis of life. True, true. So everybody, you know, with no water, there's no life. So everybody has an opportunity when they support this type of effort to literally support the absolute basics that are needed uh, in order to establish and to grow uh, a, a city, a country, a state, whatever the case may be. This uh, and more than that. This and more than that, because people care about the environment. Right. So it's it's creating, producing water, protecting the environment. And you know what? One more thing. We're by by speaking and supporting and doing water projects and water innovations in Israel. We also supply to people some information about the good things that Israel is doing right. to speak about it. Yeah, that's one one more thing you know that the people should know when whenever they speak about Israel that they should know that Israel is bringing to this world innovations, water solutions. No question about it. I, I don't know if the world is ready to recognize it, but again, I think it's going to become more and more obvious and evident to everybody as time goes on and those shortages are, uh, are being, uh, you know, are, are, are popping up in so many different areas, including here in the United States. Talia Tsour is Chief Israeli Emissary, Lead Professional on the JNF Water Campaign. Information about all of this on International World Water Day, you can email jnfwatersolutions at jnf.org. Again, that's jnfwatersolutions at jnf.org, plus, of course, the website in general. jnf.org has plenty of information. When it comes to water, JNF has been extremely involved, as we know, and continues to work alongside the experts in Israel to bring a be- an even better water situation to Israel and the entire world. Talia, anything you'd like to add on this International World Water Day? Yes, that we are running this year the second water mission to Israel at the end of uh, November, beginning of December. And the mission concentrates in, you know, Israeli natural uh, water sources all the way to today's cutting-edge uh, technologies and startups. And it, it will enable people who are interested in the uh, 
field of water to come to Israel and to experience and to see with their own eyes, you know, the miracles that Israel has created through the years together with the JNF in the field of water. And the rivers, reservoirs, R&D, everything you described, they'll be able to... Everything, the drillings, the treatment plants, desalination plants, the rivers, the reservoirs, the research and development startups, drip irrigation, everything is going to be included. Talia Tadaraba, sometimes it's important to remind us uh, just how Israel is involved in the very basics of, uh, of, uh, of, of, of life around the world, and in this case, making sure everybody has uh, good, clean water uh, for years to come. Tadaraba, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. Bye. Shalom. Talia Tzor, Chief Israeli Emissary, Lead Professional in the JNF Water Campaign. You can go to the website, jnf.org. You can join that mission coming up at the end of November, and there's so much to be said in this incredible area of water, we talk about so many developments and so much technology and so many new things and so many 2017 things when it comes to Israel and what it does for the world. This is uh, going going back to the very beginning of creation as water was created as, and became such an important, if not the most important part of vitality in life. And Israel, of course, now, thousands of years later, is at the forefront to make sure the world has good, clean water. Pretty amazing and a very important message to continue to spread. That was our conversation with Talia Tsur of the Jewish National Fund on the topic of water preservation. Coming up next here on JM Rewind, our visit from Eighth Day. We debuted their brand new album, Slow Down, and we had one member of Eighth Day in our studio as it was happening. Shmuel Marcus joined me on JM in the AM, and here is my conversation with Shmuel Marcus of Eighth Day right here on JM Rewind on the Nahum Siegel Network. Check, 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 microphone. Batai numiron, farsabare, nana, iratika, ashrecha. Shem kineret modein, yemina smola.
a brand new album with that kind of energy and call it slow down i have no idea but at least we have somebody here who can answer that question half of eighth day is live in our studio at jm and the am and that's shmuel marcus who's spending a thursday morning with us mazel tov on the brand new album welcome back to jm and the am thank you very much Woo! how do you have the nerve to start an album like that when you've called it slow down shmuel right marcus. right 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 first of all the we were here well, for Brooklyn, I think. What oh was the gosh. first time we met you? Was that, that was when you released ago. Brooklyn? What was that? Think 2000, so. That was your first question. Like, how do you call an album Brooklyn? <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So it was years ago. I have trouble with the way you name albums. How do you like that? It's fantastic. We try to do that. We always have you in mind whenever we <laughs> I name an album. That. that is true. When did that come out? How many years ago? <sighs> Honestly, I don't remember. Long time. Mm, but you're... I mean, this place is just really beautiful. I appreciate it. A lot of your listeners do not know that you have a really awesome studio. Thank you. Oh, now they do. They have Facebook Live. Of course they know. Yeah, well, those on Facebook. Scratch that. Those privileged enough. Exactly. If you don't have Facebook, this is beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> well, I thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, well, congratulations. Thank you. Brand new album is out. It's a rarity that we invite only part of the group in, but, uh, you know. Bensi is here in spirit. You know that we did We did extend an invite to him. We said, Bensi, you want to show up? We've got a chair for you. We've got space for you. But he turned us down. He doesn't th- He doesn't think of hi- as highly of us as you do. Perhaps he's doing another radio show in L.A. <laughs> is, that what, is that what it is? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> he's betraying us completely? <laughs> anyway, just kidding, of course. Your travel schedule allowed for you to be in New York. His Bensi. travel schedule kept him on the West Coast. Beautiful wedding last night in Crown Heights. Yeah, it was my nice. My brother-in-law, Shmuley Lieberman. Did they insist you get up and perform or not? They, they did they not. They didn't pull that routine. They had a beautiful um, Piamenta nephew. Nice. They just did a fantastic the job. The Piamenta tree of performers. Yeah. You know, those related to Yossi and Avi, boy, there's a lot of great ones out there. They know what they're doing. Yeah. All right, so you had a nice wedding. Didn't yes, have, it was beautiful. Didn't have to perform. Able to relax a little bit. 
spend some time in the area. You have relatives in Crown Heights, don't you? Absolutely. I hope you had a chance to visit. Absolutely. All right. Did they congratulate you on the You know brand? who listens to your show? Who? My bubby. I told you already. Your bubby's still tuned yes. in out there. Yes, she listens. I believe she's a very avid listener, and she's even checking out Facebook Live. I, would, I was just going to say. You know, I actually. She's probably checking out to see how you look this morning. <laughs> how Perhaps she does not have Facebook Live. I take that back. <laughs> she may not, huh? Yeah. Unless her radio that she uses has that feature. But I, yeah. I, I doubt it. Uh, who wrote the song Kapayim? Uh, we write all our own songs. Together. together. It's not like either of you are taking writing credit for a song. You're doing it all together. Yeah. We, we, we hey, the listeners together. want to know this stuff. Don't ev- we, we don't do evade the question. We do it together. <laughs> People don't know, yeah. the fact that Bensie's not here, right. that Bensie's a very unique um, artist in the Jewish uh, world of Jewish music. Not only is he... A, awesome guitar player not only is he an awesome composer awesome singer he actually very unique he can envision what a song will sound like at the end a lot of people can't do that they're not sure they With have the a and- he sees it down to the last detail before we even start even if i just have an idea for a song he'll know exactly what it's going to sound like mm. in the end so he's actually a very unique very talented guy and i don't know how many people out there know that um I don't know how many people know that that's a, a a talent that most are jealous of. That's a talent that that takes you very far, especially in the world of Jewish music, where you're dealing with an audience that, you know, it's not always receptive to everything that you think is creative, you know what I mean? So, we used, for this album, there's a producer, Bruce uh, Witkin. Right. It was our first time using a uh, producer at that caliber. And the way Bensie was working with him was so impressive you're talking bruce Whitkin is a guy who has produced tremendous amount you know the people more popular than anything they've done yes people who've sold yes, more they've stuff done than uh, you know some really yes in, in, in different circles <laughs> and he was very impressed with bensie's know-how on on mixing on just just harmonies and what to do when to do see there's something else you have to add though and i was thinking about this yesterday the two of you your personalities are very are magnetic with the audience. I mean, there's a, you you have this appeal that people just you know they enjoy being around you and seeing the wow. performance and enjoying all of that. Thank you. And I think and look, you have speaking of you know family trees, you also have a whole bunch of relatives that have done really nicely in the world of Jewish music. But for Eighth Day, I don't know for some reason, and again, not to compare, and I know that they're very successful artists in your family tree, but I don't know. There, there's there's you you hit something. That originally I was told you'd be able to hit. You you struck a nerve among the you know the Jewish music fans that nobody else has been able to do. It's a, I'm not saying better or worse, just different than what other people have been able to do. Right. What we tried to do is cut through the noise. You know, there's this term, cut through the right. noise. There's so many things going on, and so many. How do you get, you know, someone's attention and actually you know do something? So that eighth day is kind of been seeking that and with this album in particular you got the one of the yeah one of the (laughs) driving forces was to cut through the noise if you notice there's not a lot of big production not a lot of big you know oh i've heard this before a lot of what is this you know that's 
It's not easy on your seventh album. It makes people take notice. Yeah, exactly. And it's seven albums already, including the live this ones? This is the seventh. Without the live ones. Yeah, please. Wow. Yeah. So you that's got, like 70 English songs. You guys have been working hard. Where did I ask you before if you had played? I asked you before if you had... Uh, oh, I asked you, right. I asked you about a certain place in Jersey. Right. But forget about Jersey for a moment. You've been around the world, right? I mean, you've been... Just got back from London. Shout out to our friends Hendon. in London. Yeah, the big Nahum Siegel fans there. And uh, you've done the South Africa route, right? Or not? Have you been? Yeah. Australia? Twice. Did Australia. Someone, we someone did told us Melbourne, also, Sydney, also twice. Also recently, right? Wasn't there yeah. an Australia trip recently? In the last few months? Do you even remember? Uh, ask Avi. <laughs> he actually does yeah. the trips and doesn't remember. It's not like he's planning them. No, remember. we, we yeah, do actually. remember. We do remember. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, Melbourne, the, the you have listeners there as well. Melbourne, Sydney, we also did... Um, Any South America in Day Day or not? Are they in Day We have some... Yeah. We have some fans. It's through iTunes. You can tell where yeah. they're And where South they're American from. countries are, yeah. are, are downloading the songs. Interesting. How about Canada? Have you been up there? Canada, yeah. Because you don't like the cold weather, you California We kids. love the cold weather. It's amazing. Wait it's so fresh. It wakes you up. <laughs> oh, is that the advantage of it? Yeah. I'm glad you told me. I was wondering it cuts was, through the noise. I was wondering if there was any positive to it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you sit down. You write Kapayim together. It takes you what? An hour, a day, a month? How long? About an hour. About an hour. You write the song. There's one song on this album. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say which one, but we got to the studio. We had no idea what we were doing. Some Usually we get to the studio, we have some sort of idea. Right. Honestly, we had no idea. No plan. Whatsoever. We wrote it, the melody, together. And then we wrote the lyrics together. And then we recorded it together. <laughs> and boom, it's one of the songs on the album. It? How long total? Two hours, maybe, maybe less. We- and there's another song, I'm not going to say which one, from the other albums yeah. that actually is quite a hit. It also was, we basically had finished the album, and then, you know, let's just do, try this, boom, boom, bada bang, boom, chitty bim. was <gasps> a last minute, Bensie just... Not one second, That's, not- that song had existed before. That was an adaptation, correct? No. What are you talking about? Our version, I say chitty, you say bum. Yeah. Oh, that's true. The good, words chitty bum, yeah, right, had existed. Good point. Well, right, and that style had right. existed, but not the way Eighth Day presented. I think that morning I had the idea that we would do. Um, I say chitty, you say bum, right. and then, then, then boom, it was like a last minute. You don't have to spend a lot of time on something. You know, if it's if it's good, it's good. If it's not good, no matter how much time you spend on it, it's not going to happen. Oh, you are way too chilled for us. <laughs> We're under the impression that projects take hours, days, oh, weeks, months. Oh, I'm sorry. We worked very hard on this album. No, we did work hard on it, but I know not every song is, takes forever. Kidding around. Uh, Shmuel Marcus is here. Bensie is somewhere in Los Angeles. We have not been able to track him down. We have no idea where he is. You should have put one of those GPS units on him. But uh, yeah, we do have, we have pic- a picture right we here. We have a picture of him. Yeah. He's there as Eighth Day has to proclaim their brand new album entitled Slow Down. A lot of great app comments I got to get to. Some people have some really interesting questions that you need to be asked. Uh, where should we go? You have a, you have a, you have a preference of all, of all these 10 selections? Anything you'd like to feature today specifically or or a story behind the song you want to tell? Go ahead. Give me give me something here, Shmuel. You know, okay. Kapayim, you played. Right. It's awesome. Love that song. We were just in Israel for my sister's wedding. Mazel tov. Married Mendel Zirkin. Great guy. Did they make you play there? Of course. <laughs> 
you see? Yeah. <laughs> there you had no choice. <laughs> uh, Moses and me. We've played that. Such a a uh, very deep empowering song. Very yes. deep song. Yes. Is that the one we should go to? We're. I mean, sure. If, if we getting feedback from this album, yeah. different than we've gotten from a lot of albums. A guy last night at the wedding came over to me. He's a big aficionado of Jewish music. Ooh, you had one of those. And ones. he is saying this is your by far your best album by far. And you're talking about a group that's put together some really big hits with some, you know, a lot of views on YouTube. I mean, you're talking yeah. about Eighth Day here. Our Celebrate video just hit a million views. Nice. And that was produced by Bensi. Cool. Name another Jewish music name. Plays guitar. Plays bass. Arranges songs. Lead singer. Sings. <laughs> uh, produces music videos. Who do I call lead singer? You or him? Or, or both. You're both lead singers. Produces albums. Right. Does, I can't think of anyone. Does live gigs. Does live gigs. Remembers his trips to Australia. Does radio shows mostly. Does shows as well, but he shows up. And he's doing all of this. So it's a, it's a unique, uh, we have a unique, um, a unique guy here. Eighth day live in studio, uh, JM and the AM as we featured a brand new album entitled Slow Down. Uh, your app comments are welcome. You can uh, email us certainly and we'll try to get to everything. The app comments, I guarantee you, we will see over the next few minutes of that avenue is a really good one. If you have a comment or question that you'd like ours to ask, Shmuel Marcus, who's in studio with us here at JM in the AM. The album is out, doing real well. This song is called Moses and Me, and you're listening to JM in the AM. Everything going on in the Nahum Siegel Network studios right now by going to Facebook Live. You want to hit the uh, Nahum Siegel Network page. Facebook Live, Nahum Siegel Network. Our interview is live right now. Barrows uh, at my door. Oh, he still comes around. He changed his name, but I can hear his sound. Knock, knock. Barrows at my door. He's bringing slavery to tie my hands to blind my eyes to see. A little bit of Moses in me I've got the power, power to break free This bloody river is gonna split before me I've got a little bit of Moses in me 
sit down and write those lyrics in a couple of minutes. It's impossible. Right. That took a little time? You know what? I don't feel comfortable giving away our writing secrets. Really? Siegel. You know, you know too many people. <laughs> Look well, at this wall here. I mean, you know everyone. Uh, do you have a little bit of Moses in you? Absolutely. You do have some. It's actually based on a true thing. Yeah. Each one of us has a spark of Moshe Rabbeinu. And it actually helps us in our uh, day-to-day life. If we realize that we have, what, some of his leadership qualities, some of his intuition, some of his modesty, all the different traits that made Moses who he was? Well, I don't want to get too uh, mystical, but uh, everyone has a soul. Let's get mystical. And let's get mystical with <laughs> Nachum in the morning. Um, everyone has a soul, and there's um, a different uh, spark a different um, energy that we have from Moshe Rabbeinu. We actually have from Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov as well. We have this inner inner love of God that you're just born with. It's like a uh, spiritual uh, trust fund that you have from right. your great-grandparents, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah, what you just reminded me of? My father used to tell the story that congregants would, uh, you know, he'd approach congregants and try to encourage them to, you know, get more involved in Jewish ritual and, and the Jewish community in general. And they would turn to my father and say, Rabbi, don't you realize I come from very humble beginnings? And he would say, yeah, humble beginnings. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses. Your point exactly. Exactly. Shmuel Marcus is here. Uh, Facebook Live is up. Thanks to Jamie. Uh, Jamie's doing a great job. Is she doing a great job? Absolutely. And you're not even watching Facebook Live and you're saying she's doing a great job. I can see the whole setup here. Imagine that. Akiva says we got to do Facebook Live more often. How do you like that? Shmuel says, not you, but one of our listeners. Hi from Brooklyn. Love all the music. Listener Judy Yehudis, very impressed with the fact that you guys write your own material, and a big shout-out to her. Uh, listener Stewart wants our camera pulled back a little. Look at this. We actually, oh, have, wow. we actually have listeners who give us advice on how to do Facebook Live. Oh, yeah. You want to you make the adjustment for him? <laughs> oh, did you pull it back? I wasn't even suggesting you should. I just thought it was funny that they're offering their opinions and suggestions. And then our app has comments with some of the... Uh, uh, the comments, frankly, I think being very insightful questions. I don't always go to the listeners okay. for questions for our guests. I usually mm-hmm. depend on my own abilities. But in you this case, I think, I think they, they, um, they came up with some good ones. First of all, uh, we start with a listener who, uh, who um, where am I here? Give me a second. Um, a big shout out back to Shmuel from Brooklyn who said hello. That's <laughs> you, nice. You know who he is? Probably. <laughs> you know every Shmuel in Brooklyn? One listener says, funny to have eighth day during the Yemei Luim. No Tachanun, according to many. Now, why would it be funny? I didn't even know what Yemei Luim was until I was saying Kaddish for my father in a specific shul. And all of a sudden, on a regular other day, I went to say Tachanun. And they looked at me like, what? Are you Come kidding? On. And then I, I became very familiar with Yemei Yim, I think they called it Yemei Luim, if I'm not mistaken. Today's the birthday of the Rebbe's wife. Yeah? 
Rebetzin Chaya Mushka. Is there a big deal? A big celebration? It's a birthday, of course. As many girls named Chaya Mushka. Right. I'm sure celebrating. No question about that. Um, one listener says, I appreciate Eighth Day's Chesed, continuous beaker cholam, as much as I appreciate their fantastic range of music. Are you guys doing a lot you of... You know, what's uh, very unique is that we, um, not only us, uh, Avram Freed. A lot of artists. The, uh, always, get, always going to people, always visiting, always doing these mini shows. Right. So we do bedside shows. I got to tell you, those are the real shows. I think it was maybe before Hask or before one of these shows um before the jay leno thing right we we went to last April. a hospital right. and we did a show first and then we did the one and i told the uh, the girl i said this is the real show you know the one later with jay leno that's you know just that's stop you know, stom but this is the real one and it's you know it's a uh, it's an amazing uh ef so you can't get away with it, you know? Well, you're bringing a tremendous amount of joy to everybody, you know, those who are ill, certainly, but even, you know, uh, regular folks out there are just getting a tremendous amount of inspiration from your work. Um, the, you. the videos are tremendous amount of fun. I mean, you think back to Yalili, which I would assume exceeded even your own expectations, I would guess. We were hoping to get 50,000 views. Right. And then, like... With that big production, huh? To go nuts would be 100,000, because <laughs> at that time... That was the benchmark. There was no no Jewish music videos were getting anything. You know, the biggest were getting, you know, 200,000. There was videos. no back of beats at the point. All right. right. Also, everything has changed since then. Everybody's got, you know, 18 iPads. So, you right. know, so don't, don't, don't let the numbers get to your head exactly. So you put out Yalili, and where does it end up? It's like, have you even checked recently? It's How almost many? 5 million. 5 million views. Yeah. Wow. We don't have to check. Our mother calls us. That <laughs> gives you the update? At every view. My- Every single time. Yep. Good strategy on her Four part. 4,533,000. <laughs> yep, someone's watching it right now. Hold on. <laughs> you can actually track mm-hmm. based on your recent calls how you're doing how, on news. I don't know how she does it, but she's really on top of it. Very nice. Our parents are very big supporters of the uh, of the group. Our first two albums were recorded in their living room. And they're totally cool with the whole thing. They're very big fans. They love the new album. Um, have you ever written a song about your parents or one that alluded to their, uh, to their support or their involvement? You know, I think you're, you're every song you write, you know, if you're writing it from, from the right place, right. it's going to have everything that influenced you, your parents mostly, you know, so you're a product of your parents. So every song we do, the good ones right. <laughs> yeah, you are from our parents. You wouldn't credit the Bob's exactly. to your parents. The, the, the not good ones. Those are, those are our own. <laughs> But the, the Those hits, are your mistakes. Yeah, the, the big hits are from our grandparents, <laughs> right. Bubby Friedman in particular. Right, the massive who's listening. ones. Yeah, the viral listening. ones she gets credit for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand that. Right. We actually used, your, as you know, when uh, Superstorm Sandy hit, we actually used what your song, um, wh- wh- whose title I believe was all, all I Got. I think that was the name of the song, without mistake. Was it? Was that the name? I, I don't remember. It was All You Got, right? All You Got was the name of the song. We actually used that. As an answer, sometimes it's not like you're writing, you know, based on something, but what you've written now becomes, to a lot of people, you know, very meaningful because of the words. That's what's important about when you write a song in English. A lot of people shy away from it because it's, it's, um, 
in the Jewish music world is kind of difficult. Right. Okay. You're competing, so, you're competing with A.B. Rottenberg, for God's sake. Yeah, it's easy to, you know, you have a Pusuk or you have a mission. Right. Hey, David Amel's exactly. a good composer. Use, his, have, use his lyrics. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. fantastic, actually. <laughs> um, so then they'll do maybe one English song on the album. You know, if you're doing seven albums, all right. English songs. So you you run into this thing where you don't want to limit it to one thing. You know, if you have a problem with a, with a radio show and you do a song about having problems with a radio show... Only people who have radio shows will understand what you're talking about. Right. So you want to be a little vague to let everybody put their own story in the... Uh, so that's the difference between a niggin and a, and a song with lyrics. Right. A niggin has no... It could be so many things, you know? <laughs> the whole world. Exactly. Whatever is going on at the moment. That's a, yeah, yeah. So what we actually tried to do with, with Kapayim is... Use lyrics, but not that they're trapped in a story. They're open, but they're not a niggin where it's ay ay right. It's kind of hybrid between right. niggin and lyrics. The it has lyrics. the advantages of lyrics, so you can actually read along. Right. And has advantage of a niggin where it can mean so many yeah. things. In that way, Kapayim's very similar to Yalili. Exactly. That it's just, That's what we did with Yalili. The, the old random, you know, we have absolutely no idea what this is referencing. It just sounds good in right. the song, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like if you hear a parent scolding a child in a different language. Right. So you know what's going on. Yeah. You just don't know. Such as. You don't know what he's talking about, but you know he's angry. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's. Uh, All right, tell me about Slow Down. I mean, yeah. you, you named the album after this mm, song. Mm, I love that song. And believe me, Slow Down does not in any way describe Eighth Day. Does not, you know, personify right. what you guys are all about. It's not our autobiography. I this understand that. It's just an album. You Still, know. you chose a title. Right. The, the song Slow Down, first of all, is one of my favorite on the album. Nahum, have you heard it? I have heard it, yes. Okay, great. Um, it is a great song, great album. Yeah, buy it. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, say whatever you okay, want. Okay, fine. So it's uh, where can track people four. buy it? By the way, huh? Where can people buy it? They could buy it at mostlymusic.com. Uh, it's uh, available at the fine Judaic stores everywhere. Nice. It is available on iTunes. Good message. I it like is that. available. Uh, Just say Amazon. They all say that. On Amazon. <laughs> so yeah. Slow down is not so much to to um, to stop. It's not a directive. Yeah, it doesn't mean to stop doing things. Right. It means to do them more intensely. Mm. Yeah, you know, if you're eating and you say slow down, it doesn't mean to stop eating. It right. just means to enjoy right. what you're don't don't concentrate don't, on it. Exactly. More. Don't skip to the next song. You know, relax. This is a good song here. You know, be live more intensely. Right. Got it. I want to play it. If you don't mind, I love it. I love Has this song. been in any live shows yet or not? Have we done have done w- with this album. We have you've done Kapayim, I assume. Yeah, and also yeah. before we recorded, it's better to do it live, right? See what happens. Get a little reaction. Yeah, then you can massage it. You can right. you know tweak what, it, tweak it exactly. So that is uh, so slow down. We've been doing live. All right, it's called Slow Down, uh, eighth day in studio, or at least a half of eighth day. I joke that it's fourth day. Get it? I get it. Mm-hmm. Half of eight. Mm-hmm. Hilarious, no? I've heard that one before. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I can't take credit for it. thought it was so clever. Slow Down is the name of the song, ironically enough, in position number four on the brand new CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellie, excuse me, Ellie. Now I'm referencing one of your relatives. Uh, Shmuel My Mark- brother Ellie, his yeah, album that- is Energy, available on iTunes. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be happy with that. <laughs> Shmuel Marcus is here. Bensi is somewhere. 
We don't know where. It would be wonderful to hear. You have his cell phone number? Maybe I'll see if it's on and, and give him a little wake-up call. Uh, we'll see if we can make contact with Bensy. Slow yeah, down we'll is be the, on shortly. Slow down is the name of the song. This is Jam and Listen to your slow Facebook Live right now. Go to Nahum Siegel Network. Your every move is a rhythm to me. Your highs and lows like a melody. Your crazy friends like a symphony. They say chaos, I hear harmony. Flowers bloom, they grow so fast. People say I live in the She's crazy, I never know what she'll do That's why I want to spend some time with you So slow down Why you running, running all around this town? Why you walk away, only to turn around? Slow down, slow down Listen to your slow heartbeat Selling on the streets Old time she's crazy I never know what she'll do That's why I want to spend Some time with you So slow down Eighth day, want everybody to slow down. Mm-hmm. Pay a little bit more attention. Oh, yeah. Appreciate whatever you're doing. Exactly. There you go. You see, I got the message. Exactly. You multitask. I don't it's, know how you It's got to be easy enough if I get the message, and certainly the average listener is getting the message. Come on. <laughs> you always put the words to the lyrics in your uh, on your albums? All of them have it, or just this one? When we do it, we always do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Always do it. Interesting. People could sing along. Yeah. Enjoy the experience. There's some... Uh... I like that. 
Uh, I want to thank Avi Feder, by the way. How long have sure. you how long have you been working with him? Too long, right? Ever since I've known him. I mean, it's just fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, he's pretty great guy. He's pretty effective out there. Until he calls you in L.A. and says you got to get on a plane to Australia, then you'd rather not hear from him. But other than that, he's doing- Avi is a great guy, <laughs> and he's here. He's here, all right. He's here, enjoying every minute of it. He actually helped us build this studio years ago. How do you like that? Yeah, that's right. he does deserve. On behalf a- of all listeners, <laughs> he does deserve a round of applause. Thank you. All right, people want to know about your plans. Are there any New Jersey concerts coming up? There's a rumor that you're going to be at Brooklyn College in the next few weeks. What is happening on the live? scene with eighth day there's a uh, big uh, miami marlins oh show. i heard about this down in florida down in florida what night call them is that thursday night is it thursday? first night first night oh right and then we have something at brooklyn college so miami marlins means what let's say for instance the baseball game starts at seven o'clock what happens you guys go on a half so hour before, I, be- before? I believe so yeah like six the o'clock you game get on show. stage exactly and anybody wants to show up uh, you know, for the price of admission to the game they're there I believe so. Yeah. And the Marlins just are big eighth day fans. Huge. Seriously. Yeah, probably. I don't know for a fact, <laughs> but I would assume you're, you're so. Guessing. Yeah, come on. Because they could have invited anybody. Exactly. And look, they're going for you guys. Yeah. And also we're actually um you're a big sports fan. Yes. So when you do this sort of show, this right. sort of contracts you gotta sign, whatever. So right. we're officially now signed. Yeah. With the Miami Marlins, you're part of the team. I don't know. We we consider it as we're part of the team. Do they give you a uniform and a warm up jacket? <laughs> we let them know that we could, if they need, if they need step to in. I'll tell you what. We'll thing. be there. I would I would not leave that stadium without a whole bunch of swag. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> yeah, we should get that. Uh, you have some uh, sports swag in the other room. Oh, we certainly do. We got a lot of stuff around this. You always been into, sports. but no Marlin stuff that we don't have. So you'll be down there Thursday night, Colomo. Yeah. People can uh, can check it out. How, do you have to? You're usually three people on stage, right? It's usually three people. Am I right or four? What is it? The eighth day is usually how many people on stage? At least five. It's the two of you plus three others usually. Yeah. So when you do the more. stadium, will you do that? Yeah, I know. Full. This is so you'll do full. a full five yeah, people yeah, will be yeah. on the field, right there on the pitcher's mound. If you, the room is large enough, right? And the Marlins Stadium, I assume, yeah, is large enough. The stadium is large <laughs> enough. We we'll, we will make enough noise. Where the the most seats you've ever played for, right? The most, the largest arena would be. Would it be this one? Would it be Marlins Stadium down in Florida? I assume it's forty, fifty thousand seats, right? I, I don't know, honestly. Probably. Yeah. Where else, right? Where else could hold it? You haven't been to the Rose Bowl yet, right? Not yet. Yeah. Largest venue in California that you played? Anything memorable out there? See, I wonder, and I always wonder about this because you're obviously based there. So I wonder: is are you much hotter out there than, and I don't mean weather-wise, than you know in this part of the world, or or it's all the same? Like, like what happens when you're in LA? Is it a is it a major deal? Is you know, a, a lot of people in L.A. think we're from New York. You know, <laughs> they so think you're that's ice just boys. fantastic. <laughs> like, oh, look who's in town. <laughs> that's great. Wow. That works yeah. out well. So it's, <laughs> you're always this imported item. Wow, right. these guys are from New York. Right. You know. And once they discover you've moved out there, you're no big deal anymore. <laughs> Nobody knows. Right. They figure, hey, you're from out of town. Look, look who's in town for some big event, I'm sure. All right, the Marlins. And Saturday night, you're going to be at Brooklyn College. Oh, part yeah. of this whole Miami celebration. Yeah, and you know, that can get pretty wild. You know, Mutsi Shabbos Cholomoyed up here. Late show. I don't think it'll even start till 10 o'clock, right? Probably won't start till 10 o'clock. You, have... you could be on stage at 1.30 in the morning. We just had a uh, a little bit of a set list going through what uh, we're going to do. We're planning something big for that as well. Nice. You know, 
So we're excited. Some new stuff from the new album. Boy, oh boy. Can't say which ones, though. Yeah, but, uh, of course not. You know, that would ruin the whole exactly. surprise. Exactly. <laughs> we're working on something. So you are really cool. pulling out all the stops. Yeah. And anybody who sees you in the New York area, that and is that it? One show in New York for Pesach. That's going to be it, That's right? it in New York, yeah. And people want to know on the app, are there other shows? Anything in this area at all? Are you, uh, I guess Avi could tell us, right? Yeah, Avi knows everything. He knows the schedule. Avi Let is, us yeah. know if there's a Lock Bomer celebration or anything else coming up that we should know regarding 8th Day. Brand new album is slowed down. Now, what's the story with Ben Sear? Are we going to get a word from him before the end of the show or not? We have right, any let's idea? call him. Because, I mean, this is, you know, you know, I'm starting to get insulted already at this point. You know, I would th- no reason to I would, I would, I would, th- I would think he would have woken up at 3.30 in the morning to make sure to make this phone call. No reason to be insulted. No, Maybe he's so? just starting his own show it's out just, there. <laughs> yeah. I should have taken this as a personal affront. It's nothing personal. <laughs> Even though he's now flipping the switch at some radio station yeah, in L.A., I shouldn't worry. If he's interviewing himself on some radio show you don't know about. One knows. of those podcasters that, exactly. that that's tried to sow, sow the seeds for some One of the project. things about performing with someone together for so many years, yeah. also being brothers, helps. Right. What's the, how many years difference of, in the two of you? Um, a couple of years. That's it. Yeah, you're really you're close in it. Yeah, and when you when you see each other on stage, right? Okay, without saying anything, we know exactly <laughs> what to do. Even switching, right? People are amazed how all of a sudden we switch songs. How do you, how did you know? Right. It's like you have this like uh, sense, you know yeah. what he's saying. You know what he's gonna say. Right. So, um, well, I always say this about the way I work with my engineer, who's been with me for over twenty years. That we just we have a language and a communication that you know has exactly. developed and you know, but brothers, as you say, is even you, you know, know exactly what they're. You know so exactly. you can ask me a question, I'll tell you what he would say. <laughs> that's, that's your point. Boom. That was your that's point. Where I was up. going. That's where you were going. That's you, where you'll I was actually going. be Betsy. <laughs> so Betsy, what do you think of Shmuel? <laughs> you know he's okay. He's all right. It's all right. Not the best performer, but doing his best. Huh? Oh, we have Facebook Live. I can't even do that. I was like, uh, yeah, he's a very good guy. <laughs> That doesn't sound like Betsy, frankly. Well, that's true. But you're doing your best as mm-hmm. well. Like he, like he would say, you're doing your best. All right, give me another song to play off of the uh, the brand new album while uh, we try to get a hold of Betsy. I think we should do for a Mazel Tov because I am here for a wedding. Right. My brother-in-law, Shmuley Lieberman, and Sarah Vichna. Now happily married. They are so happily married Barbara so far. Barbara I heard the first few hours were wonderful. Great, yeah. It was great. Chuppah was great. And, Everything worked out nicely. Mm-hmm. Weather didn't hold up. You would have preferred. No, a it warmer. was actually sunny but cold. That was okay. Yeah, right. it was really nice. It was just uh, the food was terrific. Ah, how do you yeah. like that? Yeah. They really are off to a good start. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful chicken and rice actually. <laughs> and did Bobby have anything to do with that, or she had no she role? She probably did not have anything to do with it. Wasn't even consulted on that. Um, could be she laid down the law years ago about how these things are done. <laughs> that could be. But let's, um, I would do Rak Smachot, you know, the, one of the uh, things with this song is people see us basically at weddings or shows, and they assume that we're just always at weddings and always at shows. You don't do it, like Nachum Siegel, right. you don't ever leave that chair, this is you, right. this is where you are, you have that mic, wherever you go, you have that thing, you know. <laughs> so, so Benzi actually came up with this idea, he's like, why don't we do a song, Rak Smachot, you know. Not of simchas. Yeah, I got you. Know, you. But we're, you know, we're more fluent in um, right. Hebrew. So we went to Rak Because our Hebrew pronunciation is just fantastic. <laughs> we have our own version of English. Also, yeah. Hebrew and Yiddish. Right. You know. Right. Well, so you're from California. Right. Yeah. We can get away with that. You got you to gotta expand a bit. 
Exactly. Can't just play to one segment of the audience. All right, so it's called Rock Smachot. Rock Smachot. Facebook Live. Mm. You can watch everything going on in the studio, and trust me, it's very exciting. As Shmuel Marcus is here visiting us from Los Angeles, are you heading back today? I'm in, heading back after Shabbos. After Shabbos, very good. What community will you be in for Shabbos? Is that Crown the... Heights. You'll be in Crown yes, Heights. Yes, absolutely. For, for, for Shabbos Mubarakim. Absolutely. How do you like that? Double, double, uh, double partial. And the Pesach Seder in L.A. or the Pesach Seder somewhere Pesach else? Seder in L.A. Nice. If I find myself out there, I'm going to stop You're behind. definitely invited. Appreciate that. Is it exciting, the Pesach Seder? Absolutely. Yeah. Freedom. <laughs> you know, who doesn't want freedom? You have a great freedom song. I, and I, sure in fact, I, I incorporated that into our Nissan, uh, month of Nissan lineup. Wow. The freedom song. That is a great song. Ooh, see if we you can You know what's so good in. about that song? The Bridge. Songs of Freedom, Songs of Freedom, yes. song. I love that bridge, actually. It's a great, great piece. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll see if we can fit that in uh, before we wrap things up. It's called Rock Smachot. It's brand new. It's eighth day, and it's JM in the AM. My book had bit me like a tree. It shot through our control here. A bar mitzvah feeling my head. I have to now see you there. My book had bit me like a tree. It shot through our control here. Get me like Vatay, Vatay. We shot two vowel cuts your head. Oh, Bob, it's Vatay in my head. I have to now see you there. Babo, get me like Vatay. We shot two vowel cuts your head. Oh, Bob, it's Vatay in my head. I have to now see you Single Network on Facebook for our Facebook Live presentation. Shmuel Marcus in studio as we start to wind down a Thursday morning visit here at JMDM.
pretty cool selection. I got to tell you something about this album. Yeah. I totally forgot. You know that Moshe Rabbeinu is the seventh. It says, All seventh are special. Like right. uh, Shabbos is the seventh. So Avram Avinu, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Levi, Kahas, Rari. No, Kahas, Amram, Moshe. Seventh. Mm-hmm. So it's our seventh album. And we have a song about Moshe Rabbeinu. Right. And it came out on Zion Adar. Moshe Rabbeinu's birthday and your site. So we feel this album's very plugged in. Tremendous karma. Unbelievable. Wow, I like that. Yeah, Taira is, uh, you know, song five. Chamisha Chumche Torah. Yep, that, that works out. On purpose, or that was random? Is there a difference? No, random, no on such, purpose. No such thing as random. Exactly. You insisted that the that some of the people, let me put it that way, so I don't reveal too many secrets, you insisted that some of the people that you were working, insisted is the wrong word, you strongly recommended to some of the people of Jewish heritage who worked with you on this album, put on Tzvillin. Yes. And you are and you were happy with the way they they accepted that uh, idea? The, um, the guy who uh, produced the album is a genius. His Hebrew name is Baruch. And his uh, English name is Bruce. And he grew up actually in Miami. He's a huge Dolphin fan. <laughs> and um, that's how he knew it was a shidduch. <laughs> you know, because Bensie's a big Dolphin fan. <laughs> they, they hit it off right away. Um, so he um, he grew up there and came to California. And he, we did filling with him every time. And he said it was a very spiritual journey for him to work on this album. It was the first... Uh, Hasidic uh, album he did. <laughs> was there a time in your life when you were on a regular basis asking people on the street to put on film? Absolutely. There still was. doing it. Still you still do it. it. Still do it. And 99% of the time or 100% of the time you're received nicely or what would you say? You know, you got to use your, uh, you know, common sense, like, right. uh, you know, pitching anything. You got to see the customer. You got to pitch the product and we're, we're pitching uh, mitzvot and Torah and it's a great product. It is a great product. Yeah. It's available on... Uh, you know what this song is? What song is this? Ben would know in a second. You just put anything on. Well, I'll give you a hint this. that you just referenced this earlier in this conversation. Yep. This is the Freedom song that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Off of an album you called Hula. Right. One of the other amazing things about Eighth Day, maybe amazing is the wrong word, one of the uh, distinctive things about Eighth Day is that uh, some of the terms that you've come up with, Yalili, Hula, you know. Okay, I'll let me correct you on that. We made up Yalili. Right. Hula is a real word. Yeah, Hula is a okay, word. But we brought it into the lexicon, right? right. Correct. So, Schwitz. Yeah. I have kids coming over to me like, I know how to say sweat in Yiddish. <laughs> how? Schwitz. So, we're teaching uh, Yiddish. Right. Yeah. Because that's on the brand new album. Serious production on this song, huh? Yeah, it's all Bensi. Amazing. If he was here, would he be giving you all the credit? No. Not a chance? No, it's just, <laughs> listen to the guitars. It's our song of freedom. So it sounds like you're declaring him the driving force behind Eighth Day. That's what it sounds to me. 
Absolutely. If there's a takeaway from this morning, Absolutely. we have finally discovered yeah. who the true leader of Eighth Day you know, is. Sometimes it's Kiyapukit uh, Meshavecha, that by not being there, you get more attention than being there. Yeah. You know how that works. That's why he stayed away. Now we yeah. know his diabolical plan. <laughs> what did I say? You've revealed it. <laughs> exactly. You know, sometimes people... They don't realize by, uh, you know, they say less is more. Right. You know, the white space, so important. Right. Sometimes it's, it's what you didn't say that people walk away with. Or if know? he didn't show up. All right, exactly. <laughs> now, I don't want your listeners to think that Ben C., you know, has something against Nachum C. Not a chance. Come on. Or even New York. We're like old friends. Or even 25 degrees weather. He <laughs> loves it. We're like old friends, me and him. Oh, yeah. This is not a personal thing. This is, this is somebody who is probably up very, very late. Is going to end up oversleeping. Does not sleep. Going to a late, Works going to a late sleep. minion, right on a Thursday this morning. Is Vasekin. He's going to go Vasekin. A lot of Vasekin, yeah. Yeah, but Vasekin's late. Too late for us. Mm-hmm. Vasekin in L.A. is like you know in a couple hours from now. <laughs> Doesn't help my cause at all. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway. You're thinking of doing a uh, West Coast show. I'd love to do a West Coast show. But then your listeners would have to pick up at nine a.m. Yeah, at nine a.m. Please. The logistics. Whoever created this whole time zone thing has just ruined any potential for great international radio. How are your friends on Facebook Live doing? They're doing fine. They're doing fine. They're live. They're live. Oh, here comes the bridge. Here it is. This is what I want to get to here. Pretty serious, huh? Yeah, old school. That is nice. Facebook Live, you can check it out right now if you go to Nahum Siegel Network and see what's happening in our studio. Shmuel Marcus is here. Eighth Day's got a brand new album. It's called Slow Down. Information, I guess they could just search Eighth Day, right? They want to book you guys. They want to... MyEighthDay.com is the website. MyEighthDay.com. Uh, yeah, it's got, um, it's got so the videos. It's got the CDs. The whole thing. It's got everything. All the it. cameos by Ellie Schwabel. Some people. Oh, we have to give a big shout out to Ellie Schwabel. His new album, Left to Heart, is just fantastic. Left to Heart Five. They did. Yeah. A, they did a good job on that. Available one. on Amazon. Available. Uh, <laughs> um, he is just such a great friend of uh, Eighth Day. He did the cameo on Yalili. What, yeah. what was the other video he appeared in? Um, there was another one, wasn't there? Yeah, Hula. Was yeah, on Hula. Yep, yep, yep. He's in Hula. He's in there. Mm-hmm. Boy, yeah, Hula's got a couple million hits already. Too. Also, insane. I gotta catch up on my video watching. Unbelievable. <laughs> so it's not you. <laughs> no, it uh, was. Uh-huh. It wasn't me clicking we'll away. No, we'll know when you watch it. Bubby would we'll know. Get a call. We'll get that call. Oh, actually, call. that's not. That's not. That's not Bubby. That's your mom. You said. Exactly. Right. She'll know exactly when we're listening. She's a bubby. Uh, yes, but you know what I meant. Um, Shmuel Marcus, 8th Day, uh, search 8th Day online. You can get all the information about all their material, and of course, you can book them for your next gig. Uh, there's no gig you wouldn't want to come and just uh, celebrate with people. Wedding, bar mitzvah, concert. You're open to every idea, aren't you? Absolutely. And your international reputation continues to grow. And there's something unique. I remember the first time Avram Fried would be your uncle. Do I have that right? Yes. Uncle, right? So your uncle Avramel. And he's fantastic. He uncle Avramel's incredible. Is the best. We don't have enough time to talk about how incredible yeah. he is, frankly. Uncle Avramel uh, made contact with me years ago when you guys were just, you know, debating about what the first uh, what the first album should have on it and he said there's gonna be a new sound a new and I, now frankly okay just to be 
Just full disclosure, I've been given the new sound speech a few hundred times in the last 35 exactly. years. You know? Every new album, brand new <laughs> exactly. sounds. This is like nothing you've ever heard right. before. Okay, I've heard that before. But in this case, uh, you certainly, you and Bensie have done just right. that. You've given us something that nobody else has been able to do for us. And remarkably, and this was also on the app earlier, which I wanted to comment about, remarkably you're able to translate into live shows because a lot of... A lot of off-the-beaten-path uh, material, especially in the world of Jewish music, does not get into live shows and is not presented well on stage. And you guys, for some reason, have been able to really deliver it home, even live in concert. Talk about the live show for a second. There is a lot of effort that goes into these live shows that we do. And there's some songs that sound better live the arrangements, stuff that we've worked on over the years, that it's even better than the album. So people come to the show like, wow, you guys are better live than on the album. That's very rare. Example, uh, give me one where people should pay careful attention that they're going to they're gonna feel do, um, We do a song, uh, Days Are Coming. Oh, that's a great song. And live has horn arrangements, and it's got a different, it's a different song. Live, it just comes alive. It's just fantastic, really is. I'm going to pay careful attention yeah. to that next time I hear it. Uh, we'll wrap things up with your permission with the song Torah. Oh! After all, you mentioned it earlier. Yes. Can't thank you enough for being here. Can't thank you enough for having such a show and for promoting Jewish music and uh, for being awesome. Appreciate that. Brand new album is available. It's called Slow Down, but no one should, should even suggest that you guys have slowed down. You're, right. You're still going at a very active pace and doing very nicely. Seventh CD. Mm-hmm. Big number. Big number. A lot of people out there watching your videos, enjoying the live performances, uh, checking out the brand new music, downloading the songs. Uh, you are uh, you are at the pinnacle of success at this point. Thank you. Shmuel Marcus. It's amazing. And I want you to extend our very good wishes to Bensie Marcus. Let him know he was missed. Let him know there's still, you're pointing to the picture that we that we set up on that chair of you and him. Uh, let him know that we still are uh, offering him an open invitation to come visit us. And we are not at all taking this personally. I think he will take you up on that offer. It'd be a miracle if I let him in this place. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, of course. Anyway, anyway, you send our best to Betsy, and you continue your amazing and incredible run. And I thank you very much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. School Marcus, everybody. Right. School Marcus from Eighth and Day. Of course. Eighth, and now it's official. Everyone thought this album came out, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, five, how long ago? Zion Other. Zion Other. They, they think it came out two weeks ago, right? No, now it's officially released because Shmuel Marcus and Eighth Day have been on JM in the AM. Wrapping things up on this very special Thursday visit with a song called Torah on Eighth Day's Slow Down at JM in the AM. Set the long night free Before the archers shot their miss Before the angels found their bliss He looked inside, see what would be Only then came you and me A pine shana, cut my toida, cut my toida, liyidam A pine shana, cut my toida, cut my toida, liyidam Toida, deep as death 
was my conversation with Shmuel Marcus of Eighth Day as they debuted their brand new album, Slow Down, on JM in the AM. Thank you for listening to JM Rewind. Plenty more coming up if you keep it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.